That's delicious. That's a delicious beverage. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the program. My name is Dean. I've got coffee. We're talking beer today, though. We've got a very special announcement. One of my favorite online beer drinking personalities is going to be joining us, and we've got an announcement with him coming up in just a couple of minutes, and we're also going to take a deep dive into this individual. It's a very special show. This is an authentic program uh, where we bring you someone who I have been following, a lot of people have been following, and he's like a house fire. He's like a runaway house fire right now. Uh, when it comes to leaf fandom, when it comes to influencing, when it comes to living out your fandom and showing people what you're all about. So I'm really excited about that. We got some crazy bombshell news, too, um, about the World Junior Hockey Team 2018. You remember the big sex scandal a couple of years ago? Hockey Canada gets cleaned out as a result. And there was that whole, hey, uh, just give us money from Timbits so we can pay some sex assault charges, that kind of stuff. We got some funny Trump news as well today. Uh, joining me, as always, uh, from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, the host of the Locker Room, 957cruisefm.ca is where you can listen to him every single morning, Mr. Lachlan Cross at Lachlan Cross. How are we today? You okay? You look thin. You look, uh, you look, you, you look, you're saying that. You look, I, yeah, um, you, look, you look like you're in better shape than I've seen you in a long time. You look like you're uh, in fighting shape, if you will. My wife pointed it out. You know what I'm doing? I'm doing 100 push ups a day. Huh. The beginning of the year, um, I started to do that because we lost the celebrity death pool in December, Jimmy and I, to Grant. Yeah. He had Norman Lear, and that was the bet. Well done. So I get up every morning, I punch out 10, I get to work, I punch out 10, and, and I just sort of, I sort of keep track on my phone. And um, I, I will tell you this, I'm not proud of this. I'm doing 100, but some of them... I'm doing them from my knees. Lady push-ups. It, it's um it is pretty pathetic how weak <laughs> I am. <laughs> I I was embarrassed. Really? I'm like, yeah. I can do 10. I just I'll do 10 every hour or so, and I should be able to bang out a hundred. And then that first day I was like yeah. <laughs> three. I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. I got to do them for my knees. So I feel like yeah. your head's going to explode too. Cause you haven't done them for a long time, dude. It's funny because like, it's the one thing everybody can do for themselves at home. Push-ups, body weight stuff. Right. And nobody does because they're literally afraid. This is why I don't do push-ups. I don't do them because I'm afraid of how little I can do and finding out and getting an answer to that question going, mm, you're the weakest man in Canada. You it's rough. do a push-up. It's rough because I think we have ideas of who we are based on our our 20 year old you know beer league hockey bodies yeah and i um, think we have them we don't yeah and that that is uh yeah yeah and to stay not in only that you're drinking and you're typing and you're going to meetings and you're drinking and you're typing and you're sitting in a fucking chair all day i was gonna say like you know? i am the furthest thing from a real man just shake my hand yeah me it's, too right Slack like his hands in canada so anybody with a real job is listening to this going, what? I can do a hundred with one hand. Yeah. We're not you wired know? like that. No. no, 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 no. It's because you've been roofing for 25 years. You're a bigger and, man than us. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Or you've been fixing your, you know, vehicles or your, changing your, your oil, um, taking out your garbage, yeah. like all that pedestrian you know, yeah, stuff. You, you know, when you meet a real, like we'll run into listeners every once yeah. in a while and you'll meet like a real man. 
Yeah. And you shake their hand and you're embarrassed at how soft like, oh, their hands I'm are. So weak. You almost killed me. Yeah. You're yeah. And you can man. just, you can just feel the strength in their handshake and you go, yeah. Oh my God, I'm a noodle. I'm a noodle. I'm yeah, a big totally. six foot four yeah. soft, dumb noodle. Yeah. yeah. No calluses, nothing. Yeah. Right. That's us. Well, good for you. You look great. So I just wanted to point that out. You look svelte. I Glad actually your wife think they might be it working. I think the, the it is, dude. I think be, it is. You can even see the, it like, even though here. I'm doing most of them from my knees, I did something. You've never happened. looked more attractive to me. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. All right. This Very is getting welcome. awkward. Bring on well, the guests, please. All right. Without further ado, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this man came to my attention a couple of years ago. Locke and I threw him on the podcast. Didn't know <laughs> if did. he'd be a flash in the pan at all. Thought maybe he was just one of those dudes that went overboard when it came to his fandom. Turns out I was right. Turns out he's got staying power. This gentleman hails from Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada. Very unfamiliar territory for a Leaf superfan. His basement is worth millions of dollars, not because he lives in a mansion, but because his Leaf fandom has gone absolutely AWOL. He is one of the happiest guys you'll ever meet. He is an unabashed Leaf fan in the middle of Alberta. He crushes pints, does a little work for Bodog, and ladies and gentlemen, he might be one of the nicest human beings you will ever meet. Please welcome to the program uh, on Twitter at LeafGuy403. Ladies and gentlemen, Curtis from Alberta. Ladies and gentlemen, Curtis from Alberta. Let's go. Let's go. Jersey. I like the Clark jersey back there. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, little Clark there, bud. Yeah. Oh, it's beauty. He was a beauty. One of my favorite Leafs. Was he? Is that is that is that where you got, ladies and gentlemen, Curtis? A pleasure to see you, Curtis. A, a quick example. We're going to get into uh, Wendell Clark, some of your favorite Leafs how insane your fucking basement is, uh, what you've put into it, what you put into your fandom. Curtis from Alberta, you can follow him on Twitter at LeafGuy403. Um, but let me ask you a quick question before we get started on this on this bad boy. Do you have any idea how much money you have spent on your Leaf Man Cave over the past 10 years before we have a look at it? Not that I'll admit to publicly, I'm a finance manager by day, so it's, pr it's pretty irresponsible. But uh, it, uh, it adds up. Any anybody that's ever been to a store and looked at an autographed jersey or uh, game worn gear, like it adds up. And being out in Alberta, um, we don't really have Leaf stores out here, so everything came a couple pieces at a time in the mail. So it's not like I went out and spent a hundred grand over the weekend. It's uh, a little bit here, a little bit there. So I honestly don't know the value. Um, but you know, it's priceless to me. I don't sell anything. That's why it looks the way it does is because it keeps coming in, but it never goes out after it comes in. Your wife must it's be also, really happy about that too. She must be stoked with you. No, right no. Now. Hold on. We had this conversation last time. And I remember whenever I run into guys like this, Dean, I'm always fascinated. Like guys that like will spend half a million dollars on a car or something like that. And somebody pointed something out to me not long ago. Cause I was like, how does, how do they get away with this? How does the wife make this, let, let this happen. She's waiting for your di to die or she's actively doing what she can to kill you, Curtis. And as soon as you're gone, she said, she knows that that's just going to appreciate. And it's just, well, not wrong word. It's just going to grow in value. And she's going to, she's going to be on an Island somewhere living, living on hog off of your merch. Yeah. 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 She's going to be cataloging. She's going to go, Hey, listen, I need to go on an all-inclusive vacation to the Bahamas. 
uh, and she'll be leafing through Curtis's old jerseys, and she'll go, sell this one. (laughs) Oh, good. I'm glad Curtis just spent 15 grand on a Timothy Lilligren mannequin. This is going to be awesome one day when he dies. I'm positive. That's exactly. And her new boyfriend, Eric, is just going to be laughing because he's like 25 going, I don't know what this is worth. Put it up on eBay. He'll be on Twitter. This is Eric from Alberta. Yes, sir. He'll be down here hitting my beer fridge. Uh, Curtis has come on board and uh, we've been chatting and uh, big news, everybody. Here's the announcement. Uh, Curtis does live streams during the game, fan reaction videos for himself. He started as a labor of love, partner with his friends at Bodog. Uh, Curtis is going to be live streaming uh, Leaf in-game live streams, fan reactions with us starting this week, ladies and gentlemen, right here on the Cryer Media Network. Just now, in time to watch the Leafs finish the play, the end of the season and miss the playoffs. I love it, Curtis. This is perfect timing. This is good. We're rebuilding like three weeks ago, and now he's 10 feet tall, eh? This- <laughs> I know. Dude, 13 and a row will do that to an idiot, right? Uh, 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 14. <laughs> uh you went to edmonton curtis so uh we're gonna be doing the the uh, live streams of curtis's live stream uh we're gonna partner with him uh one of our friends and our compatriots and colleagues here rachel dory uh they're already in planning stages uh they're very excited to start this thing um but but tell us where this whole thing started like why did you start doing this uh, obviously the man cave was just a labor of love but when did you decide to turn the camera around because uh, you're one of the most authentic follows online, without question. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, first of all. Uh, no, a couple of years ago, I, uh, I've i never been on social media, small-town guy. I had Facebook. That was about it. And I and I got <laughs> on Twitter, and it was a dark place, man, with, like, with Leaf fans. Like, we, we, we get dark and, you know, doom and gloom. So I told myself, hey, like, I'm going to start wearing some equipment and smashing some beer. I've been doing this for years. I could show you videos of 10 years ago, me crushing <laughs> by myself um you know my wife <laughs> or whatever this isn't just for social media this is how i am but i thought hey why not, why not put on the bucket and and the mitts uh, you know and 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 just connect with leaf fans because it's lonely out here in alberta that's a fact <laughs> yeah yeah here i am you know what i find it hard to think that you you've somehow decided that it's lonely uh, it's so funny when the habs when when these when these uh, original six teams come to town, it's insane. Like there is half the building of Leaf fans, and you were here for the last Leaf game in Edmonton last week. I, I know Dean wants to talk about that, but it's crazy, and it's it's interesting because I've met um, like crazy how many original six team fans show up for these games in your city. Like it's half Leafs, Leafs. and Habs, man, yeah. Dean, you would not believe I've been it. There. I've been there. And Buddy I know- played for the Habs years ago and I'd go see him when they played against Calgary when I was like, uh, you know, my early twenties. And it was, it always amazed me where you go in and uh, the Habs would show up and, or the Leafs would show up and half the fucking stadium is filled with Habs Just, or Leaf fans. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It yeah. really is. And I know a lot of like really hardcore Oiler fans, season ticket holders, refuse to go to those games. And not only that, here's I I, I know one guy, he sells his he's so annoyed by Leaf and Hab fans. So he sells all his tickets for those games and almost pays for his season's tickets to Leaf and Hab fans as an Oiler fan. Like it, it's like, that's how he's actually 
like rationalized it, justified it in his own mind. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to have a non-stressful game, right? There's 40, there's 41 games a year in Edmonton. Do I have to see them all? No. And people pay bank for those tickets. And so he, and he, so he makes, he makes a little bit money back on his season's ticket and he doesn't have the stress of going and dealing with, with that night. Cause it is, you were here. It's stressful. And I know that kind of energy when you're cheering as actively as you do, you, you come off differently. I think you're such a nice guy and you've got a really good energy. I know you were joking about, you know, I watched your social media when you were here, you went to the ice house and your drive up and all that. Um, last week, but I, I, I get the sense that you, you can probably get away with it a little bit more than other people because you're not, you're not ugly about it. Right. Yeah. There's jerks. There's different fans. There's the belligerent guys that put down other teams and put down other fans. And then there's the guy that just cheers loud for his team. Like I won't be in there telling everybody the Oilers are the worst team ever. And they're they're They should be fans should be cheering for the Leafs and they're an embarrassment and talking down to people. But I'm going to scream as loud as I can that the Buds, if they just scored, I'm going to let everybody know why I'm there and who I'm rolling with. And and I think people can appreciate that, that I'm yeah. not a dick. Like, I'm I'm genuinely a good person. I, I just, unfortunately, social media is not uh, not kind at times. Uh, yeah. but- ah, the keyboard warriors. Yeah, they're fucking losers, dude. You and I were talking about that. I want to get to that real quick. Just before we get to that, this is, uh, <laughs> you know, to his point. Uh, and to Lachlan's point, when you show up, you're trying to rally the troops. You're not saying fuck the Oilers. You're not saying screw you and your fan base. You're, you're saying, hey, I'm here for the least. He's a hockey fan. That. This is yeah. him in Edmonton going, I might get stabbed. Watch. I can't guarantee that I won't get stabbed right now because we're in like deep Edmonton. There's Oilers fans everywhere. But you know what? Let's go, Lee! Yes, sir! I think not get stabbed. That's all good, baby! I think it's stab, but that's all good. He says, uh, and Calgary did the same thing, but I want you to pay special attention to the people behind Curtis who look very unimpressed with the fact that the Oilers, that the Leafs just went up. I very unimpressed. Yeah, yeah, that's see, and that's the thing is that that's why I love you, but I also love you because you have that same authentic personality that you take with you into talking about the shitty parts of this. Like, I don't know, I, I want to share this with everybody. A couple of weeks ago, you seriously considered taking a break. Uh, you tweeted out, I've been down a little lately. Remember the saying before you diagnose yourself with depression, low self esteem. First, make sure you are not, in fact, surrounded by assholes. <laughs> I don't think he meant that to be funny. Oh, I found that so philosophical. I found it so helpful the day I read it. I'm like, fucking right. So I retweeted this. Uh, he says, I need to be with my own kind. Just booked a trip to the motherland, March 26, 29th. Caps, oh. Devil, section 118, row 7. Uh, sure, the golds won't even notice I'm there. Stoked to leave the mannequins at home. Crush beer with some beauties. Leave nation. Just go, everybody. Oh, and then you obviously God, tags uh, Biz Nasty and a few other people. Um, wh- what is what was that in reference to? Because you you're really honest about when people get you down mm. over your fandom, Curtis. 
it's tough, right? Like I, I can deal. Like I, I, I'm on TikTok, right? People don't see that a lot of people. I got like forty thousand followers. I, I'll wake up after a game day. All I'm doing is celebrating the Leafs win, walking, doing what I do, hitting the beer fridge, crushing the beer. Yes, sir, go Leafs! And I'll wake up to between my socials like two hundred messages, and you know some of them are like, "Go kill yourself!" You know your wife, <laughs> oh like your 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 kids embarrassed of you. You're a drunk. You don't deserve to live. Like all that, right? Like what? like I. Want to chirp me because the Leafs of freaking 1967? I hear you. We've lost the Zamboni drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Struggling game sevens. We've won one playoff series in the last 20 years. Trust me. Grounded <laughs> by this nonsense daily, bud. Um, but you know what? Don't tell me to kill myself. That's just like, that, that's the, as human beings, like, we got to be better. Like, I know it's a keyboard thing, but you don't know what a guy's going through, right? So I don't know. It just, that stuff really, uh, when they bring my family into it, it really affects me because, uh, yeah, I drink beer, you know, having a beer, but I'm also a great employee. I'm a great father. I'm a great husband. You know, my my son's upstairs hooting and hollering in his room trying to be just like dad with cans of Coke. Um, and, but yet people online telling me, you know, terrible things. So it's just it, it wears on a guy after a while. Mm, yeah. You know, and, and your response to it, it it's it's so endearing, right? It's not only you playing this out for people talking about it. It's the decisions that you make to keep going. We're here in your next tweet. A couple of days later, I want to thank everyone for the kind comments and messages. I've given a lot of thought over the last 11 days and I'm not, I decided I'm not giving up on social media. I'm here to connect with hockey fans, share my passion for the Maple Leafs. I won't let a small group of jerks dim my light. Just going to hit block and keep on keeping on. Life is short. Be kind. Go least. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, you know, the block the block button is your is is your friend, Curtis. You've got the true. right you got the right attitude. Yeah. yeah. They morph, yeah. man. Block one and another five appear. It's like they <laughs> I gotta have to get an assistant to hit the block button for me, man. I wake up, it's like you got nine hundred notifications, like, oh, this isn't gonna be good. <laughs> oh, what kind of morning am I in for here? What did I do last night? Wake up groggy. Nothing like drinking too much when you wake up and know that two million people saw you do something stupid the night before. You know what? They say don't drink and tweet, but I don't think it's possible for you to be as hilariously effective unless you're oh, smashing beers. So Curtis, you you've got a you've got a legitimate yeah, decision to make the morning after every single game where you're like, What did I do? <laughs> I did a news interview. My wife's mother called her from yeah. Toronto. He was on the news. I was like, what? <laughs> and I look at the video. They cut me off pretty quick. All I did was scream, yes, sir, as loud as I can and try to hug the guy. And they cut me off. That was after a game five win in Toronto. I didn't remember that the next day until my wife's mother was like, hey, you got to stop. It's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so, it's- have you ever done Have you ever done a video or seen a video go viral the next day where you're like, holy fuck, I don't even remember doing that. Yeah, I fell over. Time with it. Well, yeah, that's happened a few times actually. Well, I kind of remember, but I don't, right? I don't watch them because I was like, I'm not doing it. Because you did them. You did them. So you're familiar with them. You don't need to watch the same reason why I don't listen to our podcast. I'm like, do you listen to your own podcast? I'm like, no, because I did it. I don't need to yeah. listen to it. Yeah. I don't know what I said. Like, I, I said, yes, sir, Leafs won. I walked to the beer fridge. I muttered something. I don't know what I said. I, I, I hugged the mannequin, whatever, something like that. Yeah. And then I watch it the next day. I'm like, ah, oh, you probably shouldn't have done that. Like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it happens sometimes, but it's all the, it's authentic, right? There's, uh, my Bodog buddy's like, buddy, there's, when they, when they brought it to Bodog, me, they're like, we can't have anything to do with this guy. Like, this guy's a freaking 
He's gonna fucking, he's going down a one-way street. We don't want to be a part of this guy. And then they're like, but we can't change anything about him because there's nothing else like this. Like, who else is crushing beers next to mannequins wearing Leafs game worn equipment in their basement in Alberta? Like, this isn't a it's awesome. Yeah, it's it a right. And I'm not putting on a show. This is just how I am. Anybody that knows me in real life is like, yep, that's Curtis. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, there is no one like this guy in Canada. I don't care who you are. Everybody so, else's fandom is bullshit compared to Curtis's. Like, during legit. the game, during the game, so you just you just put your phone in front of you, Curtis, and just just you just watch the game. A little bit. I've been doing a little bit of TikTok live, doing tours of the basement, you know, watching the game. I just wish I could show the game because I get center ice, so I get every uh every Leafs game. I just wish I could show fans the game that can't see it on TV or don't have center ice. That's one, that's a goal of mine is to be able to do that. But copyright is very difficult, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's not happening anytime soon, Curtis. If anything, the restrictions are going to get more severe. Correct. Yeah. So I'll do lives and then I'll do set. Like I'll leave my phone there and and if they score, I'll grab it quick and crush my beer and hoot and holler and put out a quick tweet and then just carry on type deal. Yeah, and you never know who That's you're going to get on those live streams, right? Like, there was a clip that you put out the other day. I want to play it for everybody where this mail order Latina came into his chat oh, and was like, I you want to get married? This. Oh, dude, it is. Oh, this is. God. I can't wait for this. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so good. Hang on. I got to grab it. I got to see where I get it from. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, I've simply titled it Curtis with a Latina. <laughs> Dude, and this is how incredibly authentic he is. You got to watch it. He's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of taking calls here. So you will, you will, you will let people pop in on the live stream. Yeah. Fortunately, and then I get red faced and embarrassed because I don't know how to kick him out after. Here, this is him not knowing how to get rid of a Latina that just a mail order babe who just kind of wandered into his live stream from like Guadalajara or something. I don't know where she's from. Let's watch it together. That's, oh, what is this here? Accept. I'm accepting. I don't know what this is. Hi there. Hi now. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Are you a Leafs fan? Huh? Are you a Maple Leafs fan? Am I sure? Okay, you gotta go. I don't know what. I what? What are you? Okay. Why are you here? Are you a Leafs fan? You're seeing a dude here. I can't understand what you're saying. It's a Canadian thing. <laughs> go, Leafs, go, eh? No? Swing and a miss. All right. Hey, it was nice meeting you. Take care. I don't even know. I'm terrible social media, so I don't even know how to freaking, like, uh, can you end this? Because I don't know how to end this. Yes, yes, what? I will end it. Wait, wait. Thank you. Goodbye. Have a great day. Hey, go, Leafs. Hey. Okay. I'm t- <laughs> I don't even know what to do with social media. Like, I'm not built for this social media thing. I don't know what the hell that was. I work with a guy like you. I love you. Every so much. scam <laughs> comes running into the control room one day. I got to meet a guy at a at the 7-Eleven. I haven't paid my taxes. <laughs> I got to get him gift cards. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you no, doing? That's not this. That's not this. He's not Jimmy. He's not. He's got nothing to do with your little person friend who believes everything. I don't this know. Guy, Curtis, is she is moving in next week? 
No, I gave her my my credit card number and my SIN. She said she'd leave me alone. <laughs> You're going to have to pick her up at the airport in Calgary. <laughs> You're going to have two wives in about a month and a half, dude. You're going to have to explain that to the missus when you come home. That was fucking unbelievable. She's like, you a Leafs fan? She's like, I don't understand. The Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by factcheck.io. Factcheck.io, makers of the world's most comprehensive fact-checking software that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact check anything that you read. It doesn't matter if it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information so that you can give yourself agency over information in the age of disinformation. Again, want to beta test their product? They're going to launch it in the next month or two. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K. .io. Back to the show. As always, the Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by our friends at factcheck.io. Factcheck.io. Do you believe? The good people at FactCheck are a quorum of software professionals, psychological professionals, journalists that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact check anything that you read. It doesn't matter. If it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information and alternative sources, and there's going to be a weapon button too where you can turn that information around and put it back out there accurately to combat disinformation. The good people at factcheck.io are right now testing their beta version of their free program. Yes, it will be free for anybody who wants to use it. They want to battle disinformation because it is a problem. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. The world's most robust fact-checking disinformation software for news, social media, video, print, anything spoken word. These people are on the tip. And they use some of the finest software technology to be able to give you the advantage when it comes to getting agency back in your life, when it comes to information that you read. Go to factcheck.io today for more information. Sign up for the beta test. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K dot I-O. Oh, Curtis. Oh, my God. <sighs> Jesus, dude, oh. where did you come from? Where have you been I, hiding? I don't, I don't even Why like the leaves, and I'm going to have to watch these live streams. Oh, my God. That's yeah. funny. Dude, um, oh. do, you, do you open that up? Do you open it up to questions all the time? Like, is that is it something that you've done before, or is that the first time? Because please keep doing those, by the way. Oh no, no, you can always comment. Uh, that person just joined, like it asked to join. <laughs> yeah, I now learned. I've done it a few times. I've made mistakes a few times. Um, <laughs> everybody can comment. It's just when people want to join, I'm just I was like, yeah, let's talk. And then I don't know why she wanted to join. Like, you can't blame me. I'm sitting there drinking beer in a hockey helmet. She saw it was like. I want to chat with this guy that I don't understand. Right? Never, that, Curtis, was, stick to that storyline. It wasn't my fault. Wait, wait a minute. How was I supposed to know a super hot babe from Mexico was going to be? Oh, oh, my sides hurt. <laughs> yeah, I told you. He's the king. Curtis from Alberta is the king. Uh, back to the haters. You got some hate when you announced you were joining Cryer Media today, I saw. Yes, people told you not to. Is that what? Yeah, yeah, you're not popular with some people. I've learned that. But, <laughs> uh, but that's you know what? It's uh, I don't know. I, I I don't judge anybody. You've been kind to me since the day I met you. I don't know what you do in your off time. Um, 
Uh, by the looks of it, something that pisses people off. By the looks <laughs> of uh, but you know what, man? Like you've been a good dude to me since two years ago when I was on your podcast. I remember, like a year ago, I was thinking of doing a podcast. You messaged me right away, like, "Hey, I can help you if you need any help." Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it yesterday that a podcast isn't just me like making a video on my iPhone and posting it to Twitter. Like, there's there's work that goes into it or live streaming things like that. And I would need help, and there's no better guy to help than a guy with oh. your right. So, mm. Yeah. Uh, dude, you're you're get absolutely mic, right. Curtis. There is no, yeah, there is. We'll get you, Mike. Don't worry. Uh, there we is need no to better. Hear him better. We yeah, need to. No, I fucking, I don't care how I hear this guy. Even a megaphone through a tin can, I could care less. I just love him. Um, but that's the goal. The goal is to get you to live stream when you're doing the game, so you can interact with Leaf fans because that was what you wanted to do, right? When you came to us, you're like, hey, I'm thinking of doing a podcast. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. All we need to do is make sure that for 90 solid minutes during a Leaf game, you have the opportunity to interact with other Leaf fans, that you can connect with other Leaf fans, you can celebrate with other Leaf fans, and you can oh. see all that action on a screen. So that's what we're going to do. But you're gonna, you want to do intermission stuff. You want to do live reaction videos. And here's the thing. I want you to drink as much as you possibly can. <laughs> As and I, I would never regulate it out of your oh, maple leaf beer vending machine. in there. Nice. That's right. Look at that. He's got his own maple leaf beer vending machine. Coors Banquet company. What's that? My expensive beer. The old Milwaukee's for the company when they come over. <laughs> oh, the company. Everybody's got company beer. Hankins and Company. They get the old Milwaukee. Yeah, that's right. Um. So I'm really excited for this because I want you to be yourself, and that's the thing. Is and I say this to people all the time where they're like, hey. What would you do if I came on board? I'm like, nothing. I would do nothing other than amplify what you're doing and give you as much runway as you can so that you can lean into all your vices and you can be as comfortable and exciting as you can be, Curtis. And that's what I'm excited for, is to give you a place to be yourself, give you a place to live out your passion, not to live out your passion according to some corporate dick, not to live out your passion according to what some hater says. And I don't care what the haters say about me because it doesn't matter. You live in Alberta. Everybody in Alberta hates me. It's all good. Just like they hate you. This is someone that said, because he announced it today, and I'll play the video. Curtis, for the love of God, do not under any circumstances align yourself with Dean Blundell. It will open you up to a wrath of fury that you want nothing to do with. Save yourself. And Curtis is nice. It's like, I don't know why people are not happy about it. I don't surf Twitter often, but Dean's been nothing but kind to me. You see that? You see that? This is how people support each other. And listen, I put out a tweet the other day that said, hey, everybody, have a great day, great morning, you're in charge of your life. And some guy called me a pedophile cuck in my responses. So you're never going to get away from it. You just, you're just no. never going to get away from haters. One of the things, Curtis, that I tell people if they, if they want to get into, into radio, and um, it's even been more amplified over the years with social media, and, and it's a big part of our lives, right? Like I do a, a daily morning show here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Um, and Dean did his show on the edge for years. And the one thing that I, I, um, I've always told people and it's almost, and I swear to God, Curtis, it's almost the first thing I say to somebody, if they're interested in getting into radio, if you have thin skin and that's, listen, there's all types of personalities out there. I'm not judging you. Some people are more sensitive than others. If you are a sensitive soul, you better think twice about getting into this world because there's just nothing you can do about the hate that you're going to get. Some people just get up every morning and they're just angry. And that's, that's their, 
That's their state of mind. And until they can upset somebody else, they don't get any joy in their day, right? And so you have to you have to be able to ignore it. And if you are a sensitive soul and you are in this sort of playground, social media, um, just knowing that I think Curtis is gonna is gonna go a long way. You seem to have the right attitude. Just don't don't let them impact your day because they're all they're doing is just trying to bring you down. They're they're looking at you and they're going, this guy's happy. He likes something. He he actually might even love this. And I'm gonna do what I can to take a little bit of that away from him. And yeah. you, you can't dim let them. your light. They're trying to dim your light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounds it. That Dean saying it sounds cliche, but it's true, and you you just can't. And and again, anybody who spends any amount of time in this world, and who is authentic, it will end up coming after them. Like I, I get it daily. Dean gets it daily. You see it. You you see it daily. You just can't let it impact your life. You can't you can't let it change who you are. And and you're doing a good job of that. I think I think you'll be fine, buddy. You'll be fine. Thanks. I am. Um... I'm getting used to it. It's it's new to me this social media thing, right? Because yeah, it's like where you're where I'm from. Like if you say something like that, you're gonna get punched in the mouth, right? Like you don't you don't tell somebody you don't walk in Walmart like, hey Bob, how you doing, Curtis? Go kill yourself, bro. Like is you don't say it to somebody's face, right? Or on yeah. Facebook, people with real names and real lives don't say things like that. And that's all I've had my whole life. And now suddenly I got somebody named Fluffy Mitten Seventeen on Twitter telling me to go buy a rope and stool. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? He doesn't even have a real picture on there of himself. No, no, you got to, yeah. anytime Jim Guzzler 69 with the eggplant picture says you're a loser, you can pretty much rest assured that he's not real. Number one, number two, 80% of people that shit post online are fake bots, trolls. So you can write like 80% of it off right away. And the other people are just super pissed that you have such a fucking sweet setup in your basement for Leaf games yeah. and you're having fun. That's literally it, dude. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. And you do dude, know that. Make right? it a game. Make it a yeah. game, Curtis. See how many people you can block because you can go into your social media and you can check it out. Dean's beating me. He's got like 10,462 as of this morning. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> just on Twitter. Oh, I'm at like 700. That's impressive. <laughs> Well, actually, only like two sixty or something like that. He's I got yeah, I got like two hundred, three hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Block, block is block your way to happiness, buddy. That's how you got to do it. <laughs> block your way to happiness. You don't need uh, anybody that feeds into your life, dude. Do you ever notice that, right, uh, Curtis? You ever notice when you're like, you let some some guy behind some fake account like affect you all day long? Do you do that? Uh yeah. Well, not one guy. It's when I get like fifteen of them, right? It's it. it <laughs> Like it, it's tiresome, right? And like I said, I could take the Zamboni in '67 and the playoff collapses. I could take yeah. all, right? It's just the personal stuff. Like, why, why call me fat? Okay, I'm fat. You don't think I know that? I I could eat a salad instead. I choose a cheeseburger. I don't need you to remind me uh, what I'm doing here. When I'm 44, though, I'm quitting drinking and I'm losing a bunch of weight, like my buddy Dean Blundell there, bud. And a boy, my best life left in me that's <laughs> you're gonna have to give her i'm gonna show people a little sample of what you'll get from my man curtis from alberta this is him with the cracking leaf game the other day uh, this is why i love the guy dude watch this Gabe to ice this yes sir 
I love that so much. You have no idea how much I love that. That's what every guy's doing in his basement, or that's what his inner guy is thinking after a game. You're just acting like all of us feel. That's it. Oh, love it. <laughs> and the yes. next time you come up to Edmonton, Curtis, give me a call. I'll come have a beer with you. Okay, brother? Sounds good. I probably Curtis. won't sit with you, but I'll... I'll <laughs> he doesn't want to get punched out. That's I'll stand there and I'll have a drink with you. Sounds like a And you're on your own going to the game. <laughs> Oh, trust me. I, that's why I pulled out the video. The one video I made when I said I was, I was going to die, it's because I left like two minutes left because I was drinking into the sauce, running my mouth, and the Leafs went down 4-2. They were up 2 nothing. I was outside, and I heard the doors kick open to the, to the arena, and thousands of Oilers fans flocking out. And I saw like four or five like, you! And I was like, oh, no. So I pulled out my phone like just in case I got jumped and catch them on social media. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a little freaky leaving there. Calgary, not so bad. Have you ever been afraid for your life uh, in any arena? Obviously, Sounds when you come... like he was in Edmonton. Well, I would be. Yeah, yeah. Just even if I was wearing Oilers gear, but whatever. Um, have you ever been afraid for your life going to a game as a Leaf fan? Like, have you ever, has anybody ever tried to come? Because you're a big dude. Yeah, no. I, I'm an easygoing guy. Like, when I say running yeah. my mouth, in the Leafs. I'm not I'm not belligerent, you know what I mean? People aren't blocking their kids' ears because of that drunk asshole next door being an idiot, right? It's not like that. Although with that being said, I'm not sure I would be in the aisle at, at Boston or Philadelphia freaking go leafing and pointing at Bruins fans and laughing at. I'm not sure I would do that. I don't think that would end well for me or in Philadelphia. But I told my wife, Curtis, that's our next, that's our next, that's our first event is taking you stateside just to be yourself and just to see what happens. Yeah. Fuck. I want to do that in Philly. I want to take them to Philly. I want to take them to New York. I want to take them to all the hot spots. We we need a, we need a video of you and and gritty fighting. Yeah. You and gritty (laughs) just fucking going for it on the concourse. I would love that so much fatter ginger in the building than me so i would like that actually so <laughs> yeah you do have flaming red hair dude you're perfect i'm really happy you're part of the team part of the crew part of the ship curtis from alberta give him a follow at leaf guy 403 on twitter uh our same handle on uh on uh tiktok i'm not on tiktok i don't know anything about yeah. it yeah at yeah. leaf guy 403 curtis from alberta um, you and I are going to chat in the next day or two. Uh, I know Rachel is going to give you a call tomorrow to kind of finish doing this, but I want everybody to keep in mind that you need to follow Curtis uh, at LeafGuy403. His live streams are about to turn into events. Uh, if you like what you saw on this show, if you love what this man does, if you love the authenticity, if you are a Leaf fan or even if you're not, if you're a better, whatever the situation is, if you love pints, ladies and gentlemen, 
Curtis from Alberta is coming to the Cryer Media, and we're going to make sure that we give you an opportunity to watch this guy, interact with this guy, and we're going to make sure that he gets an, inter- an opportunity to interact with you because that's what he wants to do. Curtis, great to see you. Thanks for being here, buddy. Really hey, happy you're joining. Before we leave, bud, before, before we leave here, yeah, we got to hit the beer fridge, bud. Hit the beer fridge for us. Look at that. Look at his basement, dude. All right. Get it. All right. Take that there quick. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> Look at that. Look at the merch. He's got the Nylander jersey. He's got a couple mannequins. He'll scare the shit out of the kids on an early Saturday morning if they go down there on their own. Look at that. Look at the buckets. Dude, this is a museum. Curtis has a leaf museum in his basement in Medicine Hat, Alberta. It's insane. Look at how it kills the London. You know, you're not lonely when you're sitting next to some mannequins. They're great listeners, eh? (laughs) What are you having? What are you having? Canadian? How do you look, Canadian, bud? Attaboy, bud. Another oh. beer. Another beer. Yes, sir. Another beer. Yes, sir. Let's go. Go Leafs. Go. I'm happy to be a part. Thanks for everything, man. I just, uh, I'm a small town guy. I wouldn't know how to do half of the stuff you do. So thank you for uh, helping me with an outlet to, uh, yeah, the good news is I went down 30 followers and then I went back up 28. So I lost 30 followers and then gained 28 people that liked you. So <laughs> that's a-, a wash, dude. And all you lost were a Sounds bunch of guys right. who, yeah, you, you, all you did lost were a bunch of guys that aren't vaccinated. So don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, fellas. I really appreciate it. Appreciate we'll be it, dude. Appreciate it, man. Anytime. Curtis from Alberta, Leaf Guy 403. Give him a follow. He is a good man. I what love that guy. What a dude. And now look at you. He's got you reaching for your beer fridge. He's got you all upset, doesn't he? He's got you verklempt. You don't have a beer vending machine in your house. That's what's going on here, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, there you go. There you go. See, do you know why I love him? <clears throat> He's real. A hundred percent. Nothing to do with anything else. I don't yeah. care. He is kind. He's empathetic. He's honest. He shares his vulnerabilities. Like, he'll go, hey, guys, you're really getting me down. Quit telling me to kill myself. Well, I mean, come on. I I don't care who you are. That that's That's, that's uncalled for. Is that a Tahiti treat? What What are you drinking? Aha. Uh-huh. No, it's soda water. I don't drink pop. Okay. All right. It's flavored it just looked soda like water. a Tahiti treat can. You, no. You just, I just had a flashback to 1987. Dude, they make Tahiti treat alcoholic beverages now. Did you know that? Mm. Did you know that? I saw those last year, and I was bummed out that I know. We ordered drank. them online, and we drank them in it's the control Were they delicious? They were, weren't they? They were everything you want them to be. Yeah. Yeah. Gnarly sugar, tons of booze. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. You get drunk th- just opening the can. They're beautiful. You know, I, you know what I'm upset by? Real quick. I'm upset that I chose to quit drinking at the dawn of the age of incredible mixed alcoholic beverages. We like were I talking really about am. booze the other day, and I, I've I've always been like a beer, beer and wine guy, and I, I don't get into the hard alcohol. I mean, my kids will come home for Christmas or whatever, and they love making um, specialty drinks and things like that. So mom cocktails, and, cocktails. Yeah. mom yeah. And, and the kids will make. So I'll have one of those, but I'm not like I don't jump into that into that arena. And I'm not a scotch guy. I'm not a whiskey guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a vodka guy. But uh, there are occasionally I'm kind of like you where something new will come out. And I'm like, I'm kind of jealous that that I don't drink hard booze. Right. Yeah, like, right. Like you, you see a little the cool bit. little like the the mojito in a can, and I'm like, God damn it! Yeah, God damn it, mojito in a can. God damn it! You like the mojitos, Fuck. eh? 
Yeah, I love a good mojito. I also love a, an old fashioned. I'll, I'll dabble from time to time. I'll have a little bit of wine here and there. I'll have maybe have a. You sound like my wife. Yeah, my wife is I'm very much into like mojitos and and old fashions, and she likes yeah. dude. She likes whiskeys. So, so I didn't drink for like five years, not a drop, right? And so this year I traveled a lot for work, and so I'm like, eh, I dealt with the issues that led me into the place where I was drinking too much, and I needed it to numb out and all that other shit. So I'm like. Eh, educated i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have a cocktail so i have an old-fashioned which is like all booze right mm-hmm. and i'm like this is delicious a little orange a little smoky it's got some bourbon in it this is really good and i drank about three quarters of it over like an hour and a half dinner massive there's a ceremony to it as well when you make it yeah totally yeah. there's a little I orange peel in being it. Ap- really appeal, nice. appeal to that yeah totally it was really nice and I've never had more than one. I've had several, maybe five to seven to eight in the last like several months. A little bit of wine here and there. And I enjoy this thing called flavor profile. And so I remember looking at my girlfriend at one point. And I'm like, oh, this is the point of cocktails yeah. to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. See, <clears throat> the thing is, and, and, and I, you know what? It's interesting you brought that up because fucking hammered. It's just to enjoy it. Oh, I get it. I, enjoy I it. have made comments about my what whatever my alcoholism is on this on this program and i've talked about it openly but the thing for me is i've always known that my issues the issues that i do have whatever they are are far deeper and much more dark and sinister than than the than the problem i have with booze So the fact that you've realized that and you've and you've been dealing yeah. with that. See, what I do is I mask those issues with alcohol. So I don't consider I don't consider the booze a problem. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, that's what everybody does. Very rarely will you get somebody that will admit that. I will freely admit that. My issue You don't feel are like opening up those deeper. doors in the back of your brain to get healthy yeah. at the moment. So you're just drinking to kind of stay on the river of good times. That's all you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah well, I don't exactly. Need that. I'm yeah. good. When I get ready to deal with the shit that I'm using this to cover up. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll have a conversation about the booze. Until then, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, very honest. Speaking of problems, did you see the latest from hockey? Don't Canada segue today? from that into this. <laughs> I have to. Please, I have please to. Don't. I have to. I have to because it's a problem. You talk about problem drinking. I'm going to talk about problems with hockey. Uh, uh, and the reason why I want to talk about it is because hockey is an awful a story. bombshell today. Like fucking bombshell, dude. Uh, warrants have gone out for the arrest of five members of the 2018 World Junior Canadian Hockey Championship team that won gold in 2018 in London, Ontario. Do we have all five correctly. names? We have two of them. Um, and the arrest warrants, let me just get to this uh, and let me get the actual source so you can actually have a look at it from the Rocky Mountain Outlook. And, folks, the reason why I'm using the Rocky Mountain Outlook is because uh, the Globe and Mail is a uh, paygate. I'm not paying that. You're crazy. So <clears throat> here's the deal. Five members just, just got launched, I think, about an hour ago. Five members of the 2018 World Junior Hockey Team have been told to surrender to London, Ontario police to face charges of sexual assault. 
According to sources, the pending charges are connected to an alleged group sexual assault of a woman in a hotel room. The incident occurred following Hockey Canada fundraising gala in 2018 when the players were honored for the win at the World Junior Hockey Championship. Players who have not been charged yet have been given a set period of time to present themselves to the London Police Headquarters, according to two sources. Um, uh, close to the investigation, who the Globe is not naming because they have not been authorized to speak on the case more than a year ago, of course. London Police filed an application. This is where it gets interesting. Uh, with the Ontario Court of Justice seeking approval for various investigative measures, the 94-page document, uh, police said they had reasonable grounds to believe five members of the 2018 sexually assaulted a woman in a hotel room. An initial investigation on was closed without charges in February. The case, which has played out over a period of more than five years, if you remember, just a quick aside, last year we were dealing with this where the entire board of Hockey Canada got shipped out. They brought new people in. They brought this uh, young lady in, actually, who used to babysit my kids to head up Hockey Canada. She's a lawyer. She got put out. That's right. Yeah. Shortly I remember after you that. talking yeah, about Andrea, that. really nice lady. Andrea Skinner was her name. Ben Skinner uh, is her brother. Jeff Skinner is her brother. Plays Hockey for the players. Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, yeah. Really good family, good people. Um, anyway, long story short, um, this is a continuation of that. Now, London police have basically said, Hey, we don't care what Hockey Canada did with their settlement with this woman several years ago, which did happen. The case, which has played out over a period of five years, as it says, garnered national attention. Obviously, that attention has turned into more attention that these people do not want. Uh, in April 2022, the complaint, a woman identified in legal documents as EM, filed a lawsuit, $3.55 million in damages. She got it. Uh, apparently, in the, the claim, she said she met some of the players at a bar, went to a London hotel room. They engaged in consensual sex. Uh, with one of the players, however, afterwards, she alleged seven other members of the team entered the room. Document alleges she was fearful of physical harm. She directed, was directed and manipulated and intimidated. Now, they quietly settled that lawsuit. The PR storm led to uh, London police saying, hey, we're going to look into this. They did. And they uh, are charging five members of the 2018 team. I have two names. One of the gentlemen took a leave from the Philadelphia Flyers today. His name is Carter Hart. He's a goaltender. Another gentleman with the New Jersey Devils, Dylan Dubay, is also taking a leave of absence. So those are two names. There are three other names. One is in Europe, on his way back, was released by his team today. Can't I, I don't know much about that. And then the other two are still outstanding. Don't know who those people are. I'm sure you can find it on social media, but I'm not willing to go out of my way to say, hey, it's one the, of the members. The from names that have come out are are obvious. They're, they're directly related to the yeah. um, to the fact that they walked away from their teams today. Yeah. Um, so there you go. You've got uh, some NHLers, Drake Batherson, Taylor Radish, um, Dylan Dubay. His name has been actually uh, included in the five that are apparently being charged. Alex Formanton, Jordan Cairo just signed a max deal with the uh, St. Louis Blues. Uh, Jake Bean, not Cal Foot. He's a player. Connor Timmons, he's a player. And of course, we've got Carter Hart. Uh, his name is. Uh, actively been uh, used in these accusations and apparently he has taken a leave of absence as well What's sad is is that this this thing has um has uh it's not sad it's it's a good thing it's it's a good process that we're going through right now right yeah because it it highlights it sheds a light on a very um the culture of hockey needs to change it, it definitely does and and i and, and and I've mentioned this multiple times on on my show. Just being involved in the sports the sports world outside looking in, it's there's this weird thing about how they protect 
just because this kid can play hockey, how, how we protect him. The mm. press does it. Um, the organizations do it as they, as they move up and you can see it at all levels. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope this actually impacts some change in that regard because these, these kids are not, they're just, they're just kids that are good at something that we all love to watch. It doesn't make them superhuman and it doesn't allow them to get away with doing things that, that, um, that you shouldn't be doing. And and I think, unfortunately that has been in the case uh, over the years and, yeah. and, um, and it, it does, it bugs me when we talked about it this morning. I mean, just about the, the, the whole Corey Perry story, right? Yeah. Like, um, and, and again, I know that like, you like why, why these guys have been protected from certain things, why we don't get stories, that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. Right. Like they, the, the Chicago Blackhawks let him go and how the, the Chicago Blackhawks handled that story uh, was was just such a debacle. It was a complete nightmare. And then rumors got out there, right? I mean, we don't need to get into it again, but the the fact remains they he did something severe enough to get asked to never play hockey again for that organization. Yeah. Told, yeah. we're not going to pay you. Yeah. You're no longer a member of this team. Goodbye. What you did is gives us reason to not pay you and to let you go with cause. So it must have been terrible. And we're all sitting here going, so what was it? Because the Oilers just signed him, right? And then he goes and he has dinner with with uh, with Gary Bettman. And Gary goes, okay. Oh, was that, right? was that the, the then, trigger for him to get back in the league? He had to go meet with Bettman and say, yes. okay, I didn't know that. So then, but the rumor that now is is that he he made a pass or he he had a um he made an un he he made a an attempt at a pass sexually or whatever it is when he was drunk at a reporter for NBC right yeah. so the chicago blackhawks thought okay this is bad enough and and obviously they're dealing with the history of their own based on covering things up um so maybe they're they're overreacting but they took the the, the measures to let him go. And then he gets back in the league and I'm seeing people on Twitter going, ah, it's, ah what he did is minor. Uh, I don't know. Well, we like, don't know what we, what he did. And that, I think that's, we don't like, know what he did, but it was, un, it was an unwanted advance on somebody of the opposite sex. Yeah. I have a question for you. To, that, that is not, that's, we shouldn't be taking that lightly. And that's the problem in the world that we live in is that, We've allowed these guys that play this game really, really well. Two sets of rules. To think that, yeah, yeah that they that they think that that's not an uncommon thing. Mm-hmm. That they should be allowed to do that because they're hockey players. Mm-hmm. It that doesn't make any sense. No. to me. Like I, no. If I did that at a Christmas party, I would be fired and probably never work again in this industry. Well, this is the question I want to ask you, right? Like, obviously, different rules apply to different people depending on the person. You've got some impact NHL players that are six years into their NHL careers that are going to have to go and b- become accountable for rape, for raping yeah. somebody. This is documented. Their arrest warrants are out there. We know two of them. Won't say who the other ones are because I don't know. Some of these guys have big, fat contracts. Some of these guys are living an incredible life at 24, 25, 26, right? Mm-hmm. What Corey Perry did is on the shelf compared to this. Even the rumors of what he did, whether he hit on an NBC reporter and he made a pass at someone's mom, whatever. 
it's not rape. We're talking about five guys who raped a woman. Yeah, and I, I, and I should not, I should not be making no, that but, comparison but, at the same time. I'm glad you brought that up because, but the comparison but still, is there too because, like, this is this is six years ago. I'm talking about the league and and, and this sport Canada. and how and culture how yeah, we yeah. have we have decided that these players, yeah. right? whether it's something as extreme that they're now facing charges for in Ontario, or if it's something as getting drunk and, and making an unwanted advancement on somebody from the opposite sex that works for the broadcast, mm -hmm. right? The broadcast team of that organization, mm -hmm. right? Like, uh, listen, you can't compare the two. No, but no, but, but this is my point. My how the league handles it is bothersome. This is my point. How these, yeah. how these, how these organizations treat these players with kid gloves and 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 expect the rest of the world to understand that oh, well but they're they're superstars yeah, they're good at we hockey. had to step in we we had uh, dude, dude it, it's been it's going on right. for a long time like for a long NHL time teams professional sports teams all hire private investigators cops former cops off duty cops you can ask any general manager in the NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball. Ask any of them. Do you have a risk mitigation team? Do you have people that will you'll hire to bury, help, keep your players out of trouble? Keep them away from themselves? The answer is yes. Now, because that is cultural in professional sports, it's literally in their bottom line. It's part of their business plan. Where they're like, yeah. we're going to give 18 to 22-year-olds millions and millions of dollars, and they're going to do whatever they want. We need to have a way to cover up a few things that we know are probably going to happen when you give a kid millions of dollars. Where they get hammered, drive cars into walls. Not only that, it's also how they're treated. Correct. So not only do they have the money, they think they can. They've they all think been they bailed the out their whole life. Listen, think about this from Hockey Canada, right? This is why everybody fucking hates Hockey Canada. Hockey Canada. Hockey Canada. Hockey Canada extra was burying these stories. Dude, they paid millions of dollars to EM, this woman who was raped continually by five players in 2018 in a hotel room. Fear for her fucking life. They continually raped her. Hockey Canada took money from kids Timbits hockey kids registration yeah. and they paid this woman with portions of that money four million bucks they've blown that organization up, hang on right hang on they blew it so, up which is good the culture still exists because this hasn't it been still fucking does. dealt with so now you have london ontario police who did nothing right now they look idiotic and they're like, well, we need to go back and figure that out. We can't, we we shouldn't have taken Hockey Canada's word for it. Do you know how powerful Hockey Canada is? Like to to be able to head off a rape investigation where five hockey players continually raped a woman in a hotel room. To head that off and to tell London police, don't worry about it. We got this. And they're like, okay. I mean, everybody looks like they are aiding and abetting rapists, but they're not. They're aiding and abetting hockey culture. They're aiding and abetting the rape culture in hockey culture, the sexual assault culture in hockey culture. And we fucking revere it in this country for some reason. We give everybody in that sport a pass because it's our national pastime, because it's our identity, because it's the one thing that no matter what you believe, we can all hang our hats on. Well, we're good at hockey. Yeah, we, we got to protect that. Oh, we got to hide these things. 
And so now we're sitting here. The press need to be held accountable for this as well. Because I've said me, this for years. I've watched sports this. Donkeys, I've watched. You talk to these, and you, yeah. you and I both know this. You, you get some of these sports donkeys. I don't care where they're from. They've all been aware of this for years. And they've yeah. chosen and they, not they to will, say anything. They will They will adamantly defend. Totally. I, I don't talk about what they do in their private life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't apply I'm to sure me. To talk about hockey, but when these stories break and someone with courage like Rick Westhead says there's a sexual assault that was covered up in Chicago, this gentleman named Kyle Beach was sexually assaulted by his video coach ten years ago, and Kyle Beach steps forward, then that's when the sports donkeys are like, "Oh, this sounds bad, dude. You fucking knew about it for years. All of those guys know about it. They're like, oh, there's these rumors. Nah, you know the rumors, man." And this rumor is now real. These guys are going to get charged with rape, sexual assault, mm-hmm. confinement. These are not fun charges. And I have a feeling all five will never, ever play professional hockey again. You don't think in so? In North America. No way, dude. Logan Mayu. Let me give you the example of Logan Mayu. Okay. Logan Mayu. Young player, London, Ontario, drafted by Montreal, goes to Europe to play for one year, has consensual sex with a woman, videotapes it, sends it to his friends, gets charged. He is treated like a rapist now, as he should be. He and he's, But he's gone to sensitivity training. He has worked hard, apparently, from what I understand, worked hard to apologize. He's continually going to counseling. He's continually trying to submit himself so he can get back into the NHL to learn from this mistake. That is my understanding, right? He is blackballed from the league. He will. He has not played a game, not played a game. Mm. And he took a picture of a woman he was having sex with, showed it to his friends, shared it with his friends. These guys continually raped a woman for a night, and they've walked for six years. And we're going to get details. I don't see them playing in the league anymore after this. I really don't. I can't see it. Mm. I can't see a guy like Dylan Dubé coming back. I can't see a guy like Carter Hart coming back. If indeed they do get charged, and if it is them, it is just alleged right now. Let me just say that. But, ah, man, like, you got, you got to wonder how they felt for the past six years. Not in a bad, not in a good way. Not like poor them. It's like, good, good. You know what I hope you it, did. I hope it chewed away at their you souls. You know what you I hope did. did. You know what you did to yeah. that poor woman. You know what you took turns doing to that poor woman against her will. You know you made a woman yep. afraid for her life sexually and physically, emotionally. You know you've destroyed a human being's life. Good. I hope your last six years are terrible. And I truly hope that every single person involved in that, that did something to that poor girl, never, ever, ever, ever is allowed to forget it via the cancellation of their professional careers and then some. That's what I hope. Mm. And I think everybody else should hope for the same thing. I really do. We saw that story break this morning, and I, I Grant was like, "Should we talk about it?" I'm like, "I." It was really new this morning, so we we didn't touch it. But I had a feeling that after we talked to you on the show, that we were probably gonna um, jump into that on the podcast today. Yeah, yeah. And to your yeah. point, this needs to be a message for the culture needs culture. to change. Yeah. It, it it really does. It really does. And it's and and I'm telling you, when I when I say top down i'm talking about like high up in these organizations it this is this is how they've conducted business 
And it is how they've done this for years. I think they should face charges too. Whoever knew about this, whoever covered it up, whoever took money from Timbit's kids' registration to pay sexual assault, because there are more than this. We all know that. Well, there there was a bunch. There was allegedly uh, millions of dollars. Yeah. Take it from kids' fees. Yeah, yeah. Hockey Canada kids' fees. You know when fees. you put your kids in Timbits, right? Put your kids, a little, little guy who's five, six, and he's out there hustling around and... I remember seeing one give, interview with, with somebody from like, the organization. Like in an interview. Bucks, you give you give Timbits Hockey 500 bucks. Hockey Canada takes a large portion of that. Then they created this special fund to pay sexual assault lawsuits. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, my God. I can't believe that that's even a thing. I, I remember uh, watching somebody from the organization who I believe, and I, I can't remember the name, but I remember um, seeing the interview where they were defending it, defending the fund. I'm like, oh my god! I hope you lose your job. Like, well, how else are we gonna hide rape? <laughs> no, we need that. Uh, I These mean, allegations are coming at us all the time. We need that money. Yeah, they're like, coming at you all the time. You have millions of dollars, and 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 because it got out that the the account had actually had numerous withdrawals. For, for whatever reason over the years to settle here, these cases there four million here, yeah, yeah yeah and but that there was still like 25 or 30 do you remember yeah, that dude there i remember still like when 25 the hockey... 30 million dollars in the account yeah, it was packed with slush fund money oh we need that and they're like hey dude what's this for and they're like for sexual assault lawsuits duh and you're like oh so it is and he's like oops we run into problems when the kids travel <laughs> jesus my God, you got to be kidding! Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's hockey in Canada, man. Anyway, I'm I am very interested to see how this all plays. Yeah, out. and what it means for hockey culture in this country. To your point, not not necessarily. Yeah. And I hope this young lady uh, can heal through this process a little bit. I'm I feel sorry for her. You know, you're gonna have people come out of the woodwork going, "You made it up," right? You're gonna have people come out. It, you just are. But I tend to believe uh, the opposite side that gets paid $4 million to shut the fuck up prior to believing the people who paid that amount. So I think that's just common sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Last but not least. We need something lighthearted yeah, we, here. Well, we got something. We need to... We got We something. need to bookend this shit sandwich. <laughs> we had great Leafs guy. Yeah. Bad story. We need fun, fun something. Uh, you know how okay. uh, for the last couple of days we've been uh, ending with some really incredible Dementia Don stuff. Some great clips. He's all time. I know. I need another losing bird. his fucking mind. Keep going. Yeah, you should. You should. So as you know, he won the New Hampshire primary yesterday, and I mean he's the only horse in the race. Barely won, by the way. Uh, he got like fifty percent of the vote. Joe Biden got like ninety percent of the vote. He wasn't even on the ballot. He's gonna get crushed. It's going to get absolutely fucking crushed. But we've watched his syphilis take control of his brain and the dementia has been incredible. I don't know if that's Yeah, a, no, it's he's got syphilis. I right. don't know if it that's a thing. He does. James Carville said it. it's like he's got the clap. Fucking sure he does. He's got Every clap. time I see this is because of you. Every time I see a video of dementia dawn now, I'm watching his hands to see if there's any sores on it. You've done this to me. Yeah, I know it's because he had sores on his hand. He's got he's got the sif. Anyway, it's up in his brain now. I want you to listen to him explaining how uh, America's missile air defense program works. Listen very carefully. You're 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 gonna need to put your thinking cap on. This is high level shit. Watch this. Uh, these are not muscle guys here. They're muscle guys up here, right? 
And they calmly walk to a seat. Ding, 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 ding. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? Boom. Okay. Missile launch. Pshin, boom. It's the most un... Dean, here's the thing. Like, I keep seeing these clips, and I know... I, I I know that you're editing these things to make them Dude, look stupid. Dude, I did not I, edit I, one yeah. single second of that. No, hang on. This is the I'm whole not defending, fucking clip. I'm not defending Donald Trump. No, this Trump. is the whole clip. Not, Watch it one more time. This is this is okay. untouched. This is just okay. cut this piece at the beginning. After we play it cut again. this piece at the end. Watch this. Ding, ding, ding. Whoosh. America's missile defense system. Go. These are not muscle guys here. They're muscle guys up here, right? And they calmly walk to a seat. Ding, 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 ding. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? Boom. Okay. Missile launch. Pshin, boom. It's the most un... Dean, he's, he's always been like this. This is not new. <laughs> I know you keep digging up recent clips, but this is, yeah. this is examples of him and his speeches... He just he he goes for two hours at some of these rallies, making noises like Bing Bing Whoosh. He's in he's nuts. He's been nuts for years. Syphilis for a long time. That's what I think. I think the syphilis has been a gradual thing. You hate, dude. This is a collage of it. He the Bing Ding Ding Whoosh. It's like. The onomatopoeia with this guy, it's incredible. Watch it together. I'm a very stable genius. I went to an Ivy League school. I'm very highly educated. I know words. I have the best words. I have the be- But there's no better word than stupid. <laughs> right? There is none. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. You know what that is, right? See, ding, 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 ding. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? Boom. Okay. Missile launch, pshin, poom. Bing, bing. I love it. I love it. I'm sitting there tweeting. Bing, bing, bing. You press a button. Bing, bing. They all hand you checks. Bing, 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 bing. We had our beautiful Marine standing there. Bing, 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 bing. You know, in the old days, bing, bong. You know, with the map, bing, bing, bing. Little mouth on him. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, 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 bing. Bing, bing, bing. They're cleaning up. Fix it up. Bing, bing, bing. A 14-point plan. Bing, bing, bing. Anthony Weiner. You know, the little... Bing, bing, bing. Everyone's attacked me has gone bing. Everyone else, bing. Where- that guy was the president of the United States for four years. Four years. And he might be again. Oh, and they may, they may elect him again. They may elect him again. I love it. I, I know what he is now, and I agree with you. That is a thumb in the eye of every politician ever who has fucked over every American. That's all that is. They're like, let's get this idiot up there again. Let's run him out. Let's, let's do it. You know what? You didn't like us then. What do you think of us now? <laughs> we put him back in. <sighs> I am worried, though. I am. I, I'm, I'm worried because I think he's, he's very petty, right? Yeah. And... um. And I think that that pettiness is going to translate into revenge. And I think that um, I think he's I, I think he's a dangerous leader and his lack of a focus on what's happening around the world because he's trying to get back at the people that didn't let him win in the last election, I think is going to is is bad for everybody around the I world, do too. 
I do too, but I'm yeah. choosing not to focus on the Armageddon that would come with another Trump presidency. I'm yeah. choosing not to focus yeah. on you know, the possible totalitarian state of the world's biggest superpower. I'm choosing not to. I'm choosing yeah. to focus on bing, bing, whoosh, whoosh. That's what I'm choosing to do. I'm choosing to focus on the humor and the entertainment with this. Because if you think about Let's it. Let's keep doing that with the Trump thing. Because when good. I see Trump, my my no. my anxiety goes uh, races. Dude, I'm the opposite now. You know what I am? And I'll, I'll end with this. And I think everybody could take a page out of Dino's book. Let me help you people. Let me help you, my friends. Let me help you with your mental state. This is me talking to you. Coming close. Let me. He's also talking to his blocked group. <laughs> they can't hear me. Well, they can if they watch this. Let me just explain something to you. Everything that man says is a lie. Enjoy it because he's going to lose. Even if he does win, fingers crossed. He's probably not going to lose. He's going to go to jail. He's he's not going to get into the way. He's not going to jail. He's going to jail. And here's the other thing. Enjoy it. You're watching the culmination of his entire shitty life effort come to a head. And he is going to get dragged. And it is inevitable. You cannot do the things he's done. You cannot be in this much trouble and escape all of it. He is going to get crushed next week with two decisions in New York. He's going to get crushed in the E. Jean Carroll shit. Letitia James, the governor general, or sorry, the attorney general of New York, is going to crush him. He will never be allowed back in New York City again. He is going to get crushed mm. by Jack Smith. It is going to happen. Just enjoy this and go vote for somebody else, just not him. I don't care who you vote for. I'm not. I don't care if you vote for Biden. I don't care if you vote for Nikki Haley. I don't care if you vote for Justin Trudeau. I don't care if you vote for Pierre Polyev, who, by the way, also will not win the next election. He just won't. And I'll explain that in another podcast. Enjoy the leafing through of all the schadenfreude. Just sit here, sit back, enjoy the dementia, enjoy the syphilis, enjoy it. Don't get angry. Appreciate the fact that some guy with like open sores all over his body, 91 different indictments, is actually being supported by half the United States and let these dogs run. Have fun with it. Yes, Oof. have fun with it. Seriously. Because everybody knows Vote for Robert it. F. Kennedy. <laughs> Big fan he's of running, his, he's, his wife, too. He's an independent. Yeah, not anymore. So you do have a choice, America. Yeah. Robert F. Kennedy, Donald Trump, or 82 year old Joe Biden. Sleepy, sleepy Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is. Have a great day, everybody. Locke, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it. As always, great to have you. 957cruisefm.ca It's where you can listen to him every weekly morning. Host of the Locker Room, morning show host. Uh, you can follow him at Locke Lacrosse, and you can get some of his T-shirt merch right now at the Locker Room merch page if you go to his Twitter handle, including the Corey Perry Stay Away From My Mom shirt, which I know you got complaints <laughs> over. People don't like it. We did Well, they weren't. They, they were just like, come on. This is tacky. And I was like, yes, it is. It is completely tacky. <laughs> Well aware of that. Very self-aware. Great to see you, dude. Thanks so much for spending time. All today. right. Thank you. We'll see you on Friday. You got it. Lachlan Cross, 957cruisefm.ca is where you can find him every single weekday morning. Lachlan Cross on Twitter. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, quick reminder, uh, we're up against it with a lawsuit against Canada Proud, Pierre Polyev's uh, third-party agency of choice suing us to get us to be quiet, to not talk about anything that they don't want us to talk about. That's part of the lawsuit. They also want 200 grand. Uh, we have a GoFundMe, which you can find on my Twitter timeline at it's Dean Blundell. You can check it out there. And if you could share it and donate it, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, you've been incredible. Uh, Canadians have come out in spades and they put us in a position to fight back against misinformation, 
You put us in a position to fight back against disinformation. You put us in a position to fight back against some uh, pretty dark shit. And we really, really appreciate it. This will be an ongoing thing. And if you appreciate our work, if you appreciate the podcast, if you appreciate the things we do here, uh, if you go to my Twitter feed and and check out the bio or sorry, the, sorry, the description of this podcast, my bad bio description check out the description of this podcast uh you can hit the gofundme link and support us there as always we really appreciate it uh we're here to fight unfair and fascism is unfair as are the talking points behind it so anything you could do to help us we greatly appreciate it your support has meant the world to us so check that out today uh brought to you by as well our friends at uh, cantork making this entirely possible because they love you and you love them they make rugged, hardworking torque wrenches for heavy industry around the world. You can become a distributor of some of their fine, rugged, hardworking torque wrenches and other industrial tools. All the solutions under one roof, from rentals, calibration services, and repairs to custom fabrication and distribution opportunities. Yeah, they're, they're hiring. Not only are they selling, they're hiring. Cantorque offers a complete range of services and products, making you making them your one-stop shop destination for your bolting needs, saving you time, effort, and hassle canada's leading industrial tool experts 20 years of experience knowledge and know-how they have it at the table and they want to provide you with comprehensive solutions tailored to your specific bolting requirements supported by their exceptional customer service and industry expertise they've been there they've done this for years and they do it for heavy machinery heavy industry around the world nuclear railroad forestry steel industry doesn't matter what the bolting need is they have your solution go to cantork.com check out their brand new website today also check out collins podcast Talking Torque. It's on the front page of their website, cantork.com. Again, go to cantork.com today. Also brought to you by our friends at Gitch. Uh, these are Canada's greatest export underwear, boxer briefs, pouch in the front, the best luxurious boxer briefs with the pouch in the business, made for Canadians by Canadians and shipped around the world. Uh, and right now you can get a free pair when you use promo code Gitch3. And you do that at checkout. Use code Gitch and then the number three. When you buy three, you'll get one free. If you go to edsfineimports.com, made for all levels of performance, Gitch is engineered for you as well as everyday life. Super soft, barely there. Comfort, keeping you cool with moisture wicking action. You'll never want to take them off, and they've got a whole bunch of colors, whole bunch of pairs, luxury items, fellas. You don't want to put anything that isn't luxury in that region. Gitch boxer briefs are the best in the world right now, and you can get a free pair with Gitch 3. Give them your email address. You get 15% off at checkout as well. Uh, go to edsfineimports.com for more details. And yes, of course, our ladies Amuse Massage Spa. AmuseMassageSpa.com. Check them out today. Canada's number one body rub parlor, 1290 Finch Avenue West, Unit 13, Toronto, Ontario. Now, here's the great part about these girls. They're clinical sexologists as well. They educate and advocate for women in the industry and for people who love this industry. Sex work is for all of us. It is legitimate. Sex work is work. And I love these women because they hold that banner up high. And they've got a podcast that you need to download today. It's called Muse on the Mic. Muse on the Mic, wherever you get your fine podcasts, audio, video at Patreon as well. Muse on the Mic, Patreon. Uh, and you can get to see these lovely ladies at Cryer Media, Cryer.co, the home of everything we do. Go to Cryer.co for the Muse Massage Spa Mic podcast. You can also go to Cryer Media for Collins podcast, Talk and Torque. You can join us for Charles Adler's podcast. We've got an entire network and the girls are part of it. I love them. I think they're great people. Entrepreneurs, too. <clears throat> Smart. Educated. Sex work is work, baby. 
Have a great day. Thanks so much for being part of the show. Really appreciate everything we do. You can get it at YouTube, Dean Blundell Show, Cryer Media, YouTube as well. Uh, you can also find us wherever you get your fine podcast. You can get us on social media, Cryer Media on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can also find myself there at its Dean Blundell. Thank you all for being part of the show. Thanks to Curtis. Watch for him at Cryer Media coming very soon. Have a great day, everybody. Be nice to each other. Unless you don't deserve it. Sometimes people don't. That's about you too, isn't it? Yeah. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Bye. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests blue hotel hotline and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story get a room and listen in at the blue hotel Begins Friday, September 23rd.